I started and finished in a few days uh, rewatching uh, season one of Netflix's You. Yeah. Because in preparation for season well, three. First season three is coming out. And you know what? Now that I've watched, because I was watching a lot of it, uh-huh. and now it's making me want to talk like uh, like I get the narrator, uh, Joe? like Joe does. Joe. Just talk. And I'm going to talk just like this. Beck. I mean, Yuna. <laughs> That's scary. Can't Very can not do deliberate that. with my eyes wide open, looking directly at you. <laughs> You know, you're pretty bad at acting. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk like he does. But he sounds very different when he was in the uh, Gossip Girls. Oh, was he in Gossip Girl? Yeah. Okay. He's he is kind of playing the stalker as well because he's the Gossip Girl. Oh, he played a stalker in that show too. Yeah. Wow, he's like one of those guys who gets like cast for his like ability to just look creepy. No, like, yeah, but you didn't know he's creepy until until the last few seasons. You well, you, you know it from the very beginning in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very creepy. Everything I do, I do it for you. Beck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like do it like he does, but it's like very hard to reproduce that. Yeah, I don't think it, that uh, it doesn't work on you. Hey, uh, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. And this is Our Three Things, a podcast about joyful things. And we are coming back from a slightly non-conventional episode last week for my birthday celebration, which was lovely. Had some tasty cake. Some tiramisu was my birthday cake this year. Thank you, Yuna, for that. Um, even though I feel like whenever you buy cakes and pastries, it's like more of a challenge than a gift <laughs> to finish it before it finish goes it bad. Finish it within three days, please. But, but when it comes to tiramisu, I'm okay with that challenge, I think. That's so, great. Yeah. Mm. But it was good. That's the equivalent to the strawberry watermelon cake to me. I think, yeah, I think tiramisu is my number one. That's my, my default. If you can't think of anything else to get. No, it has to be the tiramisu from the right place. I'll eat any tiramisu. No, you, I think I bought you one that's not. You, you bought me one of the best ones. No, but yeah, but I bought you one that's not from the same shop. I thought I don't it, think you like it. Which one? The birthday before that. You bought me tiramisu? Mm. Really? Mm. See, you don't even remember. Oh, it must not have been memorable then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, well, you. this one was. Yeah. This one was from the, the Papa's. Papa's, the traditional that, Italian pastry yeah, yeah. place. Oh, I could eat that every day. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really good. I could even eat get that because it's pretty light. It's, um, it's, it's feel pretty light, right? Feel pretty traditional. And it's not very heavy alcoholic as well. You can just keep eating and eating eating i think that's that's the true measure of a good tiramisu is like Mm. if you just like put a plate of a big of a piece of it on your plate yeah and you start eating and then you suddenly look down and it's like gone and it feels like it's been like 10 seconds yeah you you don't feel like you've had any yet yeah that's like a good tiramisu that's that's also a good um strawberry watermelon cake as well that's true yeah which was your favorite one we talked about we have we 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 had bad ones it's huge you've had when did we have bad strawberry watermelon cake? We did, we did, from a different shop. Oh, okay, we, 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 won't, we won't name and shame that shop. We won't name and shame, but what I'm saying is for strawberry watermelon cake, you have to get it from Black Star Pastry. Um, and if you, if you don't live near a Black Star Pastry, as in like not in Sydney, Australia, then oh well. They have, they have that in Melbourne. Okay, if you don't live in one of the two <laughs> big cities in Australia, 
Sorry, sorry about you. <laughs> and and tiramisu cake, I strongly think. Okay, okay, okay. We Papa is the best one. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. No, because we tried different no, ones. No, no, but I, I, I feel like we're we're going back into advertisement, and we didn't even start the podcast really yet. <laughs> no, this is just a healthy conversation. Well, I wouldn't say healthy conversation. No, not healthy. <laughs> Mentally, maybe not physically. For you. Emotionally, spiritually, but not physically. Okay. Yeah. And there was something else lovely for my birthday, but I'm going to save that for when we start our list, which I think is going to be about now. Sweet. So, Matt, I think this week's your turn first. What's your number one joyful things? My number one last week. joyful thing for the past week is my birthday gift from last weekend from Yuna, my co-host. <laughs> so, you got me a um, a uh, Theragun, not a Theragun. The th- what's the brand? A Therabody or something like that. But it's like the like the uh, wave roller. So it's kind of like a, for those who know what a foam roller is, um, well, for, for those who don't know what a foam roller is, it's basically something that you can use. Um, it's like a, a cylinder, pretty like big one. That's like, normally they're just like dense foam and like maybe have like little bumps on yeah. them and stuff. And you use them for on like on your muscles, like on your yeah. legs and Release your lower back. Release muscle uh, stress yeah. post workout. It's like, it's like a kind yeah. of a physio session at home. Sort yeah, of. pretty much. And there's a, and you know, they're very popular for like runners, which I do a lot of distance running. I've mm. talked about before. Uh, and normally they're just like just static, like they're, it's just like a piece of like dense foam in a cylinder shape, and those are fine. Yeah. Um, but Yuna got me one from uh, the same company who makes the Theragun, which is those like percussive, um, like physio guns with like that they kind of like do like the like bum 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 bum. Oh, bum, that's like, the best. At like very high speed, kind of yeah. like a physio would do. Um, but they also make kind of a combination of that and these foam rollers. So mm-hmm. it's like it's still a cylinder. You yeah. Use it, use it the same way, but it like vibrates at like a really 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 high frequency. Yeah. So it's sort of like, it's like a, a, I guess it's like a combination and, of those two things, and, and they you use it on, like, your, on yeah. your muscles. And yeah. they have different like vibration frequency for different. different yeah, it has like part of the muscle area. Yeah, it has like five yeah. settings at like different strengths or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's been awesome. So because this past week I've been able to run a bit more outside because we mm. have we're starting to have some restrictions lifted here for our lockdown because I've had my vaccinations, uh, so I can run around outside a little bit, which is nice. It's finally nice to to be out again, not just on the treadmill every morning. Yeah. But, you know, being outside does take a, you know, running on concrete takes a more of a toll on your muscles. And so mm-hmm. this thing, I've been doing it, like I do like a few minutes, like right before, and then a few minutes right afterwards with my normal stretching when I'm recovering. And I actually haven't, like, I think I did, um, I've been a few weeks in a row now of uh, like 60, 65, 66 kilometer yeah. per week, Yeah. which is a pretty high volume for me for running. And like, I've been using this regularly along with it the last week and I have actually don't feel like very sore at all today. I was surprised. Yeah. Because normally I would be. Yeah, that's so, uh, that's excellent to hear. Yeah, I've been using your gift every day, two Thanks. or three times a day. <laughs> um, and it's just really nice to have that. And, yeah. you know, as someone who has a lot of like goals when it comes to like distance running and like being like a, a my own personal athlete, kind of weekend warrior athlete, I guess, mm-hmm. um, this helps enable me to continue that yeah. And not worry as much about like injury and you know having to go to the physio, which we still can't do, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it helps you to uh, extend your uh, run runner's life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is good for both me and you, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. It's good for family. So thank you for the birthday gift. <laughs> yeah. Very thoughtful. I'm very glad you like it. Mm. So that's my first thing. I'll keep this one short. Yeah. You know what is your first thing this week? 
My first thing is very nerdy. Um, well, oh, I, I should say I don't. I should. I should open with this. Actually, this episode is going to be pretty nerdy on multiple fronts. Is it? Um, we're going to go to the nerd corner several times today. Oh, okay. Um, so this we'll we'll say that this is the first visit to the nerd corner. Yeah, but that would be my last nerdy corner for. To I got place. you. Don't worry. Well, oh, you got uh, me. Just okay. a spoiler alert cool. for later. Go ahead. Sweet. So um, my first thing is um, about my personal development. Um, I restarted doing coding in a language called Python last week. Um, the reason I put it on my list now as a joyful thing is because I remember I started learning this um, language Python for coding probably two, three years ago. And I remember I had a hard time learning that back then because uh, there's so many uh, words I don't know. There's so many like the way they think you as a as a programmer. I have no idea. Yeah, we we talked about this. I think yeah. when you, with your with your SQL learning as well. But yeah. like your, you know, there's a there's a barrier not just like programming language barrier like learning a new language, but also if your uh, native language is not English. Yeah. Like all the you kind of need that for most common programming language. Yeah like to know like the English version of the words and there's not words that you would use in everyday conversation. <laughs> I right? know. So. And so so for me, the barrier to learn this new coding language, not only the new coding language, as well as I have to relearn all the English word, which right. I know the meaning in Chinese, but I have no idea English because you don't use those words in your daily life yeah. or in my work field in finance. You don't use those, right? So, but um, the reason I was so happy is um, for, it happened last week. I started redoing this course on uh, Udemy and I found myself be able to do the challenge and be able to configure the, the tools to program this language and be able to figure out, oh, I recognize this error message. I know how to resolve that and where to resolve that. For me, just like uh, the first uh, light bulb moment, mm -hmm. it's like everything just clicks. Because I still vividly remember a couple years ago when I first started learning this coding language based on my personal interest. It's so difficult, so difficult. And I remember back then, I have to switch to a learning course in, in Chinese to be able to continue learning this language. So this time I'm able to follow like an English course in this um, Python language and be able to follow that midway, which I'm really happy. Although it's for beginner, but it, it meant a lot for me. Cause that means um, for the past few years, maybe past a month, finally all the coding, like infrastructure, like to recognize the errors to do the problem solving and all the basic um, vocabulary relate to this field clicks in my head and yeah. stored and I'm finally be able to, to understand it, which I, I feel really proud. Yeah, well, I mean, and plus, you know, when you get to the point where you, if you see an error message when you're writing code and you like know how at least to start trying to solve it, yeah, that, to be honest, like if you're talking about like a beginner sort of like approaching it for the first time versus being able to mm. use it, like that's the biggest step. Yeah. Really. Like the most seasoned programmers sometimes spend the whole day trying to like fix an error message. Mm. So if you know how to do that, then. For me, it's it's actually the two biggest moment for me is 
the number one is I'm able to set up the coding environment properly oh, yeah, and yeah. make sure it's running for my first line of code. That's a big moment for me because I remember before it took me forever and I have to call Matt's helps like, why this is not working? What's happening? Why? I'm just running a simple code. Yeah. And, and then the second is, although after all the setup is finished, when I click the run the code, I have no idea what's the error message. Even I Googled, I couldn't debug. Mm -hmm. And I have to call Matt. What's happening here? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, you know what? You've, you've been learning this language. I just realized like your, your we'll, we'll say, we'll call it a the call to Matt metric. So oh, yeah. CTM. Your, C, your CTM rate used to be really high. I know. Like when you were, you did this like a year or two ago. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure like the past week, I didn't even realize you were no. even learning Python because your CTM was zero. Like, yeah, zero. I don't even you didn't ask call me you. anything. And I didn't even <laughs> ask you. And I've been using SQL regularly last week as well. Yeah. I haven't called you once. Yeah. But doesn't mean I haven't experienced any error message. There's a lot of error message. You just know how to resolve it. I just now. I just know how to resolve that. That's so good. Yeah. I know it's such a good feeling, like you you're able to solve the issue. So that that means it sets the foundation for you to learn more on on this journey. Exactly. Yeah, which is good. I kind of miss it though. Can you just like call me every once in a while just to like make <laughs> me feel good? Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm just a beginner. There are more courses in the end. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So that's my first thing, my first nerdy thing. What's your second thing that makes you happy? So my second thing, uh, I think with your first thing, we were sort of like starting to edge over to the nerd corner, mm. right? Um, like coding is like, I think we could say is pretty nerdy, right? Generally, mm. um, not, not that that's a bad thing. I think that we're saying this in like out of a loving use of the word nerd. Yeah, we love use nerd. Nerd is a positive word for us. Well, yeah, but it is. <laughs> so, but my second thing this week is going to like, if we were slowly walking over there, now we're like running full speed into the nerd okay. corner. So my second thing is a video game. Uh-huh. Which is, which is going to be fun for talking with you. Why? Called uh, Guild Wars 2. What is uh, that? So this is going to be, I think the best way for me to explain this, I mean, if, if, if you're listening and you, you know what Guild Wars 2 is, or even if you know what like an MMO is, you, this is probably going to be very boring to you, or you might want to skip ahead a couple minutes. I'm going to explain this to you, Yuna, as mm. my audience for this, yeah. as if you have no knowledge of what this is, because no. I don't think you do. I, I don't play video games. So there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a, a genre of video game that has been around actually quite a while, and it's, not, it's probably not the most popular nowadays, but it's still pretty active, called a MMORPG. So that stands for- I know what's RPG. You know what RPG is, I know uh, you know that. Role-playing game. Role-playing game, exactly. Yeah. So the MMO stands for Massively Multiplayer Online. Oh, it's like World of Warcraft. Yeah. So okay, you know World of Warcraft. Yeah, you do, I do know World know. of Warcraft. So yeah, you know, yeah, you know the idea of it. Do you know? Do you know like the concept of what that kind of game is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. So you hey, explain it to me. Yeah, I want to hear. So you logging online, mm -hmm. and you have different characters you can choose to play, and then you have different team you can form with the people online, mm -hmm. and you can talk. Well, chat or or, or audio mm -hmm. when you play games yeah. to to have to conquer different uh, challenge yeah i'm actually really impressed that's a that's a pretty good summary that's a really good summary um the only thing i might add to that is one of the appeals of it because there there are lots of games you can go online form a squad with yeah. people and like go like you you know like call of duty you've heard of those games yeah like the world war ii game like shooting game where like you you join CS? up and 
See, yes, Counter-Strike, CS is one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like there are a lot of online games where you uh-huh. just like form up with people that like just people online and like go do something. Yeah. The, the slight difference I think with an MMORPG specifically is like the massively multiplayer part. So like the first M, I guess. Mm. So the idea is like, you, like you said, you do, you like, you make a character and you can like advance. That's like, that's like the RPG part. You like make decisions that mm. make him more powerful and you like make choices. So like your character is unique from everybody else, right? Yeah. Um, and you can go in and you can like form up groups with other people and like go yeah. fight monsters or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what's cool though is like, you can also just go in and just like play the game, like go fight monsters on your own. Yeah. And there's like sometimes like thousands of other people also there that you can like see their character running around and doing stuff that yeah. you're not actually working like with them to do anything. No. They're just there yeah. doing their own thing and you just see them running around. So it's like a living world. Yeah. Of. And I've always, I've played these kind of games for actually a long time. So I played from like the late 90s, early 2000s, a game called EverQuest was really popular. That's sort of the one before World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. I did play World of Warcraft as well, actually with my stepdad um, yeah, when it first I came out. Yeah, because I like World of Warcraft is pretty popular in China when yeah, I was yeah. in uni. I know it got popular in, in Asian countries as it's well. It's very, yeah. very popular. Like literally all the guys in my uni, they're playing that. Yeah. And some girls as well. Yeah, and I also I played another one that I think is maybe still alive, but it's kind of dying out called Final Fantasy XI, which was another... Yeah, Final one. Fantasy, yeah. Um, so that was another MMORPG. So I've, I've always kind of enjoyed these games. I like the I like the fact that you can even go on and just kind of play like by yourself for like some time and like there's other people there. It just feels like a living community But the only thing that like make thing. me feel like not wanting play those games you have to pay a lot you have well, to no. buy credits and so, buy equipments to continue play right that's so the experience so of well, Warcraft. you're actually getting to one of the two things about guild wars 2 so the, going back to the, my actual thing yeah this, this is guild wars 2 is another mmorpg that i think uh-huh. actually started i think it was like back in like 2009 or 2010 something yeah um and they've continued to update it it's actually still really well populated it's just not as known i think mm. um Right now, I don't know if it, when they changed it to this, but right now it's actually free to play. Mm-hmm. Like to even, you don't even have to purchase it. You just like can play like up to like the max like level you can do. And they have like expansion pack that like it's like 10 or $15 to like mm-hmm. get more content. But there's no monthly, like you don't have to pay to like get new equipment or things like that. Yeah. They have like a, they have like a store where you can like pay like real world money to buy stuff. But like it's, it's stuff that like just makes you look different in the game. It doesn't change yeah. anything. Um, so you like, like the game, I've been playing it. You've seen me play it. I haven't spent, I spent like $10 to like buy like the expansion because there's like a whole bunch of other content there. But that, that was it. Now, but the other thing I was going to talk about with these kind of games, the, the the downside to these games, and if it was, if World of Warcraft was popular in China, you probably heard these stories, is people get like really addicted to them. Mm, like yeah. playing for like hours and hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours. And the reason for that is because the, the way these games are structured for the most part is like you can, you jump on, if you play a just like brand new to playing them, Mocha stole a song <laughs> just now. Mocha, come here. Mocha wishes we were talking to him instead of talking about video games. Come here, bring it here. No, bring it here. Bring it here. Give, give, give. I think he wants the sock back now. Yeah. That's not your sock, Mocha. No. Okay, we can continue. Okay. Unpause. Thank you, Mocha, <laughs> yeah. for the interruption. So the thing with these games, the reason people get so addicted to them is because, like, when you first log on and you start your new character or whatever, it seems like it's like, oh, you just, like, you know, you, you level up, like, really quickly at the beginning. you like, oh, like, go, 
you know, kill these goblins and or whatever. And it takes like a few minutes and like you're level two and then you're level five and then you're level 10. And sometimes they're even really easy to get to the very max level. But then if you want to do like anything after that, you have to put in like insane hours and like organize with like massive groups of people to make like any more progress in the game. And so people almost like treat it like a second job sometimes. Mm. Um, so the, like I think World of Warcraft was like that at the beginning. It's gotten a little better from what I've heard. I haven't played it in a long time, but it's it's uh, definitely has some some problems with that. And also the problem with that too is like if you if you like don't play for like a few months and they like they put out like new updates for it, yeah. suddenly you're like you if you log back in again, everything that you did before is like worthless now because they enter they int- like introduce new things. Oh yeah. And so it's like it's kind of a drag like that. Yeah. What I love about Guild Wars 2 specifically is that it's not like any of that. It's like made specifically for like people who want to play those games, but also play them like casual. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so how do they make money? Well, so that they make them they make money because like people do sometimes like buy things like in the real money store, like to like, you know, because you, you can like buy like cosmetic things, like make yourself like look cool in the game or, um, uh, or, you know, you can buy like like extra space in like your inventory or something like that. It's stuff that like, it's, you know, like it's a lot of those like mobile app games that like say, you always think who pays money on this. It's like the, the the few people who pay a lot of money, keep it running for everybody else to play for free. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Okay. Yeah. So what's nice about this game is like, I can just like hop in and like, I can literally play for like 10 minutes and like I can achieve something in this, which is not the the case for like other types of games. Like 10 minutes, you can achieve something. Yeah. yeah. Well, like for example, I was playing the other night and I I had had, like just logged on. I was like, just do, I was only on there for like 15 minutes. And then I think um, you like needed help with something or like we were like, you know, we're going to eat dinner or, or something like that. Yeah. And you called me and like, literally like I had, I like took like 30 seconds to finish something I was in the middle of doing. Yeah. But then I could just like, Close the game and like I still had the progress from what I did. What about your your teammate? It's stuff that you don't need the teammates to do. There's some things that you that you like would in theory, but like a lot yeah. of the stuff, like you can like I was like like playing, quote unquote like with someone. I don't know who like they are in real life, but they mm. were just like someone else doing like something in a similar part of the game that I was, yeah. and we were like working on something together. Yeah. But like the game works such that like if I if one of the players goes away, it'll actually like make the game content easier for the person who's still there like it'll scale it sort of okay so like me leaving didn't like ruin that guy's no like night or something it, yeah it's, okay. it's they, they structure it specifically for that for like a more casual kind of person okay that's cool which i love because like you can jump in it's you still feel that like immersive kind of atmosphere because there's lots of other people and like the game itself is like just it's uh really well made like it's actually like really fun to do do, it's you, not ha- ju- do you have to like uh, be in computer to play that or you can play that on no, no, you, you, as well. you do have to be. A, it's it's only like a like a PC game, yeah. Right. Do you yeah, have yeah. to have really good PC to play that? Um, that's a good question. I don't think so because it's a it's an older game, okay. like from like late two thousand like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something like that. I think. Right. Yeah. Why wow, do you want to play? Yeah. You want to try? Yeah. You could. It's free. Yeah, I know. Okay. You could try to help to set that on oh, my uh, Microsoft uh-oh, service. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know if it will... Ooh, Microsoft Surface might be tough. That might be tough to get that to go on there. Why? It, we'll, it's, it's a good template. Let me, let me check that. Let me, let's me let check that after. Okay. We can do an, we'll do an update next week to or, see if or, or, Yuna gets hooked on MMORPGs. Yeah, no, we can look at that. That's why we don't We don't popular. play video games together much, do we? I don't no. think we ever have. Let's play this one. I think they have an international version. Of you know, I do have the, the multiplayer game on, on Switch, too. We can play, like, the Overcooked. Yeah, but isn't that fun? Just play on the phone. But I have a Nintendo Switch right there. 
I know the the yeah we can play that too. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Man, first you're suddenly you're coding, and now you're gonna start playing video games, and now you want to play an online RPG. <laughs> wow. I used to play video games when I was in uni. What? Why'd you stop? Why did I stop? Because mm. I think I reached the end of that game, and I there's get bored. so many games, man. I know, but I just get bored after I played for okay a very long time. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to do this offline, and like we'll update we'll update next weekend on uh, how how addicted you are. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. It used to be play a lot. But then I'd get bored pretty quickly. Oh man, if if I could get you to play uh, uh, an MMO, that would be yeah. uh, oh man. That'd so MMO is uh, multi universe. Uh, ma- no. no, massively multiplayer online. Massive multiplayer. Ro- okay. Online role playing game. Yeah. What is 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 that similar as Dota? N- no, I, so what those is Dota? those so no no no. <laughs> Uh, so Dota, I think Dota? D- Dota 2 and like League of Legends, you probably heard of those maybe. Um, those are a different type of game that I don't play because uh, they're not, I don't think they're as fun, to be honest. Those yeah. are like really like, when you play those kind of games, people tend to be really like aggressive and like what they call like try oh, really? hard, Ooh, like really like sweaty like kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm not into those kind of ones. I like mm-hmm. MMORPG because it's very like, to me it's like, it's almost like med- it's like relaxing. Relaxing. So it's yeah. so Dota is it's not uh, no. It's different from uh, World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, yeah. It's much different. Much different. Oh, so that one is more like violent. No, no. It's not. It's not that it's violent. It's that like the the actual gameplay, like the game mechanics, is not the same. Ah, it's right. like a like a timed like match that you do between two teams. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like competitive. Yeah. Like yeah, oh, yeah. That's not fair. No, and also it, it also like has like apparently like one of the worst communities of gamers. Like they're very toxic to each other. Oh really? Wow. Okay, yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. the kind of one I want to. I when I play video games nowadays, like it's more like for relaxing. Yeah, me Which too. this wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, because like work is always stressful. Exactly. You want your exactly. Game, yeah. yeah. Well, to relax. And the people who are like that are are they're they're not people like us who are like working and then like want to play a game to relax. It's like, you know teenagers oh really <laughs> yeah yeah who like are really like like competitive about it and st- that's why like i can't play like a call of duty or or counter-strike or any of those so you're saying the one you're playing it's more kind of like uh people like us play yeah it, it's work. it's much more diverse i think yeah like okay. some of the people that i've i've like played with on there and like and are i think they're like people who are, a lot of them are like computer programmers for example yeah you know like people who work like have jobs and stuff okay so, hmm. um it's way more chill that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like chilled game. I like chilled, oh. not boring sort of game. We'll have to, we'll have to try this out. This this will be an interesting experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be. See okay. how how quick I get bored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, that's my second thing. Now that we're squarely in the nerd corner. Yeah. Um, and I think now that I've kind of uh, you know, broken the ice on talking about a video game on this podcast. Uh huh. Maybe there'll be more in the future. There'll be more in the future. <laughs> I'm just gonna slowly transition us to be a video game podcast. Oh, over really? Time without even without you even realizing. So, are, are you going to do like this online streaming? Um, how do you call that online streaming? Like live streaming. Live streaming, gaming, broadcaster. You mean like on Twitch, or like those oh, sites? Yeah. I guess YouTube gaming does it too. Yeah. Um, like that I did I used to like uh, a few years ago <laughs> I don't know if I ever actually showed you the video of that no you haven't okay did you have a large audience no okay I had a, I actually I did get a few people that would like consistently show up like people I didn't know in real life 
uh, just like found and they like enjoyed it i guess and so like i would have like maybe like four or five people who would only four or five no no no, no, no. <laughs> let me finish <laughs> i didn't i didn't i'm exp- i'm being very vulnerable right now yeah you're and and you're uh, taking advantage of that <laughs> No, I'm saying four or five people who would like continue like consistently. Sh- there would be like more people just like dropping in and out. Like that's just how it goes. Uh, yeah. But there was actually like a core group because I only did it for a couple months. Uh huh. I didn't do it for very long. Okay. It's you know how hard it is to like find an audience. It is very hard. That's why I'm surprised you did that for a couple months. It was fun. Oh, it's fun. Just- the key with that is to treat it like don't look at the numbers while you're actually doing it. Just jump on there. Like play play a game, you talk out loud, which I do all the time anyway. When I'm do you like, have to play the games and talk, or just watch other people play the games and you talk? What do you mean? I'm the one playing the game. Okay. What, what, yeah. Sweet. Is there any any other like uh, um, broadcaster is like they watch other people play the games live and they commenting on that? Oh no no no! I'm not I'm not talking about I'm talking about actually playing and talking at the oh, same time. Yeah, 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 yeah of course of course. I see. Yeah yeah. Right. Okay, we're getting way off track now. And yeah. I feel I feel uh, I feel ashamed <laughs> by you calling me pathetic. <laughs> yeah, if because you have five audience, man. Okay, <laughs> let's set you up on a Twitch stream and see how you go. Zero. Exactly. Zero audience. Thank you. Let's move on, please. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, you. The person consuming our joy. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. One hope we have with our three things is to spread little bits of joy to everyone who listens, and not just from us. If you have something joyful in your life that you'd like to share, we'd love to highlight it on the show. You can send it to us at our3things.com contact, or email us directly at our3things.podcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying our happy ramblings, we'd really appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute, and hearing the feedback means the world to us, and helps spread the joy to even more people. All right, now. Back to the things. Okay, Yuna, what is your second thing this week? So my second thing this week is um, Matt's birthday celebration in isolation style last week. Yeah. It's uh, it's a very nice weekend for, for both of... No, it's not weekend. Yeah, we did down Tuesday. So it's very nice weekday. Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Monday. Tuesday. Monday was my birthday. Oh yeah, yes. That's twice this this uh, episode. I feel like I've just been disrespected straight up now <laughs> from my my fellow co-host. Okay, so Monday, Monday's like uh, Matt's birthday, right? So we ordered um, baking duck, mm-hmm. eat at home. We also ordered the Matt's favorite tiramisu cake, and Matt found out his surprise birthday gift. On that day which i talked about already yeah. which he talked about already so um that's a very nice break for us during uh, the work week and and it's just uh, really good that we can have um celebration with some tasty food our favorite one of our favorite food picking duck mm. as well as matt's favorite cake tiramisu yeah it's a, f- a fusion of two cultures. Yeah, a fusion of two cultures. A fusion of our two cultures. Our actually. two cultures, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, and like you know, when we had birthdays, uh, we would love to take pictures for the food. That's me. Wait, well, hold on. What we? I. Yes. I would like to take pictures. Sing- singular pronoun there. <laughs> 
I like to take pictures of the, the food. The, the, the other eye in this week tolerates it. Tolerates it, okay. yeah. That's that's the way I put it. So I like to take picture of the food as well as picture with the cake and some birthday videos. Um, so we did that. Although we we are locked down at home, which is is really good, we we are able to do that. And I'm also very happy. Like I'm able to surprise Matt again on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Even when in isolation, yeah, I just can't believe he didn't find a gift. Although the gift has been sitting in the closet for like a month. That's true. What what I actually realized because Yuna, it, she didn't wrap it, which I'm fine. I don't, I don't mind that so much because wrapping is can be a waste of paper anyway. But like she, she didn't even really hide it though. It I was hide like, it. I hide it in my closet. I know you won't. Look. Yeah, but I do all the laundry. I know so you do. So like, I definitely opened that closet. No, no, you didn't. For that closet, you, you you normally don't put the wash clothes in there. I noticed. Oh, that's very strategic of you then. Yes, I'm very wow. strategic. But still, it was like right on the floor in the closet. Like it wasn't under anything. Yeah, but I, I, I hidden I hidden the sign, so you didn't know what, what it is. You're very proud of yourself, aren't you? I'm very proud of myself. I'm very not proud of myself. Well, no, the opposite of proud of myself. I remember when the delivery arrived. I I went down to pick it up yeah. and you asked me what is it? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. This. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge box. It's a, it's I think it's one huge box. You just asked me oh, what did you order? <laughs> what did you say? You don't know what I say. What did you say? Oh just stuff. <laughs> okay, stuff, yeah. You order stuff all the time, though. So. I know, and you and that's the first I probably time assumed it was cakes or something. I know. I just for the first time. Well, I went down to pick up it, and what I picked up, put on you um, put on the table. I went to try to open. You asked me, "What did you order?" I say, "Just some stuff." Just some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you didn't even notice because I, I suspect you you probably sent something fishy because normally when I order something, I would tell you it's, it's rather it's either cake or it's something from Taobao mm-hmm. or something else. Right. But I just use random stuff. Oh, it's just some stuff. I have no memory of this. Because <laughs> you didn't even question it. What stuff, right? Yeah. So I assume, oh, you probably sense that that's your gift. Oh, so you thought that I maybe... I thought had... you knew already. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I had no, no clue. <laughs> that's funny because you literally asked me twice. Well, that means that your plan worked though. So even if you didn't realize it. I know. So <laughs> that's pretty good. So you didn't find out. And, and then... What's funny is like I specifically scheduled an email about the purchase to Matt saying, oh, this is a replacement of Hamilton tickets. And yeah, uh, so we, we had we had gone and booked to see Hamilton live in Sydney um, for my birthday yeah. like, a, like a while ago. But then because of the lockdown, those were refunded. Yeah. So this yeah. was, I guess, the the replacement replacement for that. And because I know Matt's normally go running very early every day like 6 a.m he wakes up around that time so i specifically scheduled that email to be sent on 6 a.m but (laughs) but i also because it's it's i i I do do that but it's also difficult to do that to get out the door that early to go running so and i want to i do want to like kind of get it done with and so like i try to make a point in the morning if i can avoid it like not to just like scroll through all the notifications on my phone so I didn't even check it. I just went out. So he didn't even check it. Yeah. And when he comes back, because I was like, huh, how come he has no, uh, didn't say anything like when he come back from running? 
So I just keep asking. Oh, I thought I was like not not grateful or something. <laughs> I know. I was like, have you seen your email? So yeah, I saw some notification. I was like, have you checked the closet? No. So no. And then I say, I keep saying, Matt, can you please just check the closet? <laughs> <laughs> and he went to check it and found out he's a present. Yeah. Which is pretty fun for isolation. I, I'm glad I could make it fun for you unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my second joyful thing to see uh, Matt's happy with his birthday celebration, birthday cake, birthday dinner, and gifts. So that's my second thing. What's your last thing? So my last thing this week is another slightly nerdy thing, slightly slightly less nerdy than actually playing a video game, but still in in that realm of gaming. So my third thing is the casting announcements for the new <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie. Actually, I don't know if they're calling it Super Mario Brothers, but it's basically a Super so Mario Brothers. So they cast the Mario and Luigi. They did, um, and it's delightful in a way that is like unexpected. And I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a. Uh, there's lots of you know uh, news sources talking about this, but I'm gonna quote one of my favorite places um, to get this kind of info, which is Polygon.com. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read a bit here. So Nintendo's feature-length animated Mario movie is coming December 21st, 2022, um, in the U.S. So we still have to wait a while for it, unfortunately. Yeah. The, the we'll, we'll go into some of the movie stars. So. Um, first of all, I, I don't know if you know all the Mario characters. How many can you name off the top of your head, Yuna? I can, I can name that in uh, Chinese. Okay. A lot. What about English? Mario, Luigi, the princess, uh, the dragon, the... <laughs> okay. So the prince, Princess Peach. <laughs> princess Peach. Yeah, and the dragon is Bowser. The dragon. Wait, wait, wait what's, what's the names in Chinese then? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Gongzhu, just princess. What about Bowser, the dragon? Just dragon. Oh, just dragon in Chinese? <laughs> no, oh, okay. I don't remember. I don't remember. Wait, what's Mario's name in, in Chinese? Mario. And what about Luigi? Luigi. <laughs> Louis. 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 Oh, oh just Louis. And the, the mushroom. Yeah, the Toad. Mushroom. Toad is his name. In, Toad? Yeah. Okay, we're calling Mogu. Just mushroom. Just mushroom. <laughs> mushroom head. Mushroom head. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's very descriptive. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Oh man, I, I'm just looking at the list before I read it and I'm still kind of blown away. So the person who's playing Mario, like the lead, obviously, um, is probably actually the most ridiculous to me. So we're just going to start there. Is Chris Pratt. Yeah. Is voicing Mario. He's voicing Mario. Yeah. I, th I think it's an animated movie. Okay. Yeah. So a feature like animated mo uh, Mario movie. Yeah. So it's, these are all voice actors, just to be clear. Yeah. Because I think Chris Pratt, that's crazy enough by itself. It was a, if it was a live action movie... And it was Chris Pratt playing Mario, like like you know the. Although I will say like maybe like the former Chris Pratt from like Parks and Recreation, is uh -huh. a little more look like Mario, <laughs> in, at least in build. The one from like the Chris Pratt from Jurassic World and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like a super jacked, handsome Mario. I don't know if that would take some adjusting. I think. Yeah. To yeah, I agree. But even the voice, I'm having trouble placing like like putting those together. Um, so now a couple other highlights here for me. Um, Princess Peach is actually played by Anya Taylor Joy from that's Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Remember the like the main character. The the lead. The lead, yeah, the the girl with the huge eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's playing she's playing as uh, Princess Peach, and so uh, Bowser, who's like the dragon, like the bad guy, is played by Jack Black. You know who that is? I'm googling him. Okay. I don't know. You maybe have not seen because they weren't. I don't know if his movies were popular in didn't China he, or didn't not. Didn't he voice the the Kung Fu Panda? 
That's him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good... Okay, there's a touchstone for it. Yeah, he voiced um, uh, the main... The, the panda. He was the panda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he also was playing in one of my... Um, uh, Jumanji, Jumanji. He's in the Jumanji. Oh, yeah, he was in the new Jumanji. That's true, yeah. So you, you know what he looks like, yeah. Yeah, so. he was the, the short guy, right? The, the short guy. He's the one of, who played as Stephanie. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. The right. girl. He was playing the girl in the Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, you're right. With, with the rock, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he was also in one of my favorite movies from um, the 2000s called School of Rock, which we should watch sometime. That's a, that's yeah. a classic. Yeah. Um, that casting, I think, is I'm, I'm kind of pumped for it because he could bring an interesting spin to it. Yeah, yeah, because um, he's, he's very funny. We also have, let's see, uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen, which is playing as Donkey Kong, which I don't really know how they're going to make that work. You know who Donkey Kong is, right? Like the character? The King Kong? No, Donkey, the, Co- the Donkey Kong is like the big monkey in the Mario... The big monkey, In the Nintendo right? world. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's in this movie. Um, we've got... What, who did I miss? Oh, uh, Charlie Day is playing as Luigi, which I, I, I really don't know like who did the casting for this because it's like really bizarre to me. But I, Charlie... I don't know if you know who that is. He's been in what's what's a movie you he's in that you would have known? Maybe um, a horrible bosses. He was in that, I think. Oh yeah, not a horrible bosses. Yeah, he was in that movie. So you, if you Google him, you might recognize the face. Mm. So I, I I have no idea. I don't know if there's any details about the actual story, um, but uh, it looks like it could be promising. And the cast list is just like so many stars in there, like na- like known people that are mm-hmm. like hot right now. So like I'm I'm curious how it's gonna turn out. Now, one interesting thing about this is that I don't know if you know that there was actually a Mario Brothers movie in um, 1993, which is sort of somewhat controversial, I guess, um, for being wacky and like nothing like what the Mario Brothers games actually are like. So it's a live action movie. So it's like real people playing the roles. Okay. And if you go on Rotten Tomatoes for it, I'm just looked right now. It actually has a 28%. (laughs) uh, And... Yeah, so like the like the critic consensus is despite flashy sets and special effects, Super Mario Brothers, which is like the name that they went with, is too light on story and substance to be anything more than a novelty. Um, there's a review on IMDb, the IMDb page for this 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie that I particularly like. It's a one one out of ten star review from um, IMDb user Chris one six four four seven, titled "Why Did Nintendo Even Sell the Rights?" And I'm just going to quote a couple of my favorites. So he says, "Nintendo, my favorite company, has betrayed me." <laughs> but then again, they didn't know that the creators of this movie would defile the game that made Nintendo an extremely successful video game company. But enough of that. Let me tell you what is wrong with this movie. Everything. <laughs> um, and then like in the, he goes through a bunch of points about it. At the end, he kind of summarizes the movie as this. If you like plots quickly written up on napkins before the check comes and complete destruction of all that Mario stands for, then see this movie. If you're under the age of 12 and have never played a Mario game in your life, then proceed with caution. If you have ever played a Mario game in your life, take all measures not to see this movie. Remember, you cannot sue if this movie totally makes you cry uncontrollably for many hours. Trust me, I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) So that just gives you a a taste of um, the fan reaction to this older Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. It's never been, to my knowledge, has never been attempted to be like seriously attempted to be made into um, a feature length movie since then there was like a cartoon i think that like ran like a kind of a kid's cartoon that ran for a short or short run in the 90s that i remember being okay i think i watched it as a kid did you watch it yeah i never seen i never actually seen this like the movie the 1993 movie okay i've heard that it's nothing like like there's like a cup there's like a character a plumber character named mario 
his brother Luigi, and there's like they go to like a dragon land where Bowser lives and is taking over the people or something. But like past that, it's nothing like the Mario games. It's like a very weird, bizarre kind of cult movie, I think. Mm. So I've never actually watched it. I probably need to get on that at some point. So all that to say, like the track record for Mario movie is not very good. So I'm hoping that this will be good. And the cast list is like ridiculous. So yeah, we'll see. But we'll see. Hopefully the the CGI is yeah. good for this one. I think it should be. Yeah. Well, oh, it's illumination, right? It should be good because the last one for the uh, the Sonic Super Sonic. Oh, Sonic! Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, no, that, I mean the first yeah. the first version. Oh yeah, but they fixed it though at least. Yeah, yeah so, they fixed yeah. it before they fixed it. <laughs> yeah, I hope that there's not a similar thing going on Hopefully. with this one. That yeah, because that they are very classic. Uh, well, the problem with the Sonic movie too was that not only did they make Sonic look ridiculous, like with the small eyes and like, like I don't know, just too much of everything. Uh-huh. But it was also like the blending with like the real life. I don't think this movie is going to be like a mix of like real real film and animation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's too early to tell. Anyway, my, my, that's my third thing is just like at least seeing the cast list and all those like names that like I really enjoy watching, you know, what they've done is, uh, makes it promising, I think. So, um, and it could be a fun thing. So I'm hoping it'll be good. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for Mario to hit the big screen in style next year. Yeah. Book your tickets now. That's my third thing. Yeah. Hopefully we can finally go to the cinema to watch it. That's true. Hopefully by then, <laughs> in in fifteen months, we'll be able to see it. You never know. You never know. Uh, you know what is your last thing for today? So my last thing is um, makes me really joyful. It's the Made Autumn Festival. Oh yeah. Last week, which is on Tuesday. I think that's why I mixed that with. Matt's birthday. <laughs> That's a good excuse. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for those who you don't know, uh, Middle Autumn Festival, it's a traditional Chinese holiday, pa- also public holiday as well. It's also called uh, the Mooncake Festival. And, and that's normally on the 15th of August in lunar calendar mm-hmm. each year. So it changed each year, similar as the uh, Chinese New Year dates. Yeah. So so why I uh, like it so much, because that's the second most popular holiday um, in China that the whole family gather together yeah. and to have nice meals and uh, to see your family and eat mooncake, mooncake and also sit in front of TV to watch a great gala show. Yeah, similar, kind of similar to the Chinese New Year. Yeah, similar gala. to Chinese yeah. New Year show because I think it's very different from the other parts of the world, right? Like normally in China, if it's a, a, a spring festival, which is at the end of the year, and uh, the middle autumn festival, which is around autumn, right? We normally have a big a festival gala event across the whole uh, network. So people put on these shows of singing, dancing, uh, performance, or um, comedy for a night. Sometimes lasts four hours, sometimes lasts two hours. So it's just really a tradition for us to uh, come together as family and, and watch the show together and commenting on it, which is very fun. And the reason I love this year's show so much is because um, it really it's it's 
That's the first time they have the English translation for all the programs. Yeah, yeah. It was actually even like all the songs. <laughs> all the songs. Yeah. So that's the first time Matt is able to understand what's going on during yeah. performance. And at the same time, because the Middle Autumn Festival is a very traditional holiday, so you will see the people when they're performing, they dress in the traditional um Clothes. Yeah. In many many years, like, like Hanfu, uh. like the Han, uh, very traditional clothes to perform. And when the thing, the l- lyrics they're saying, uh, the background music is also played by very traditional um, instruments yeah. as well. That's why I was already enjoying to see. Oh, that's the first time the show is English and showing traditional. China, Chinese culture and Matt is able to understand it because they have mm. English translation, which I'm really glad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Yuna, I have, I'm going to quiz you on the spot. Can okay. You, can you tell me the, the legend behind the uh, Mid-Autumn Festival without Googling it, please? Okay. The legend behind the Mid-Autumn Festival is... Um, I'm going to fact check you. <laughs> um, first, it's a, it's a holiday. Public holiday. Good start. Good start. <laughs> okay, so there is a knight. He has a wife, mm-hmm. and they both have these pills from the god that could help them to live for a very long oh, yeah. so time. So yeah, the elixir of immortality. Yeah. Mm. So to live for a very long time, but um, the reason they got these pills because of the knight, the husband name is Hou Yi. Mm-hmm. He uh, helped the world to defeat the sun monster because there were nine suns in the sky. So he, he killed the other eight sun monsters. So it's only one sun in the sky. Mm-hmm. So the people in, in the earth don't suffering from nine sun, right? Because when you have a lot of suns in the sky, you, you wouldn't have any water to grow for the plant, for the wheat, so people are starving. So You'd he, have like 10 times chance of melanoma too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that. Exactly. So he helped with that, and then he was avoided by two uh, magical pills that for he and his wife. So, um, but then there are other bad guys trying to get those pills. So what his wife did is, his wife's name is Chang'e. So what his wife did, did is to escape the bad people. He just took the two pills herself. And then he becomes so light and he flies to the moon. She, she became the she, moon, right? Yeah. She became the moon goddess. And so she lived in the moon with... Uh, goddess of rabbit and then to it's so sad he can't she can't see her husband down there but because of that story people trying to celebrate to to memorial um to remember this couple right and to show how they miss each other as a how people should reunion on this day as a family. So they, uh, they celebrate this day, Middle Autumn Festival. And on that day, so you can look to the moon and the husband and night, Ho Yi, so he can remember his wife is in the moon. And that represents when we look at moon, no matter where you are, you look at the same moon and your family look at the same moon. And that's a way 
before the internet or phone, you can connect each other by looking at the same bright round moon on the 15th of August in lunar year, every year. And you're doing the same thing, eating the mooncakes, and your family can do the same thing on the other side of the world. You know, that's actually pretty good. I, w- I was just following along the, in Wikipedia, <laughs> the Wikipedia version of this story. And, I mean, you got, it, you got it right, I think. You even got the, um, the nine sun monsters right. I know. Yeah. But you know what? Why it's so difficult for me to explain is because I never need to explain that in English. So I have to translate the story I to know be when fair, I was a kid. To be fair, uh-huh. I think I ask you this every year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But every year, you, you do get it right. You know that, right? Like, you do... Uh, I do get it right, but it. I, I, I can't say it in very fluently. Okay. Yeah. I, I understood. Yeah. So, you better cut it to make me sound better. Okay. I'll, I'll just cut it so, like... Okay, here, here's Mid-Autumn Festival from Matt's explanation. Just eat a bunch of mooncakes. <laughs> 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 just eat all the mooncakes. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, but, like... The reason I was so happy is because I can see um, this year is I can finally share this with the, the family, mm. which met here, and he can understand my culture. Mm. And this is also a holiday like brings everyone together and to watch the same show, the same moon, and the same mooncake. Beautiful. Which is very good, like which is very nice um, feeling for everyone. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our three things for this week. Yeah. It was lovely to talk about that. You make me crave mooncake now, even though we just ate it the other day. We have another one. We do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to go eat a mooncake. Yes. Sounds good. All right. Well, we're going to sign off then before we go. Remember our fourth thing is you. Bye-bye. Bye.